the impossible dream. of LCMSU, everyone. I'm your host, the Chancellor, Pastor Marcus Hill. Chicago, Chicago, that title of town. We are joined here today in the Student Union with Mr. Eric Hawley from Wheat Ridge. How are you doing today, Eric? Hey, doing okay. It's a beautiful morning here. I'm up here in Chicago. It's probably a solid 80 degrees, 90% humidity, which is great. Wow. Not a, it's not 100%. Wow. <laughs> Has it been pretty humid over the course of the summer then? Is that 90 is pretty, that's pretty high, isn't it? It's pretty high. <laughs> it has not been this hot. It's been the most beautiful summer I've ever had. And I spent a lot of it indoors looking outside. But there's a few times I got a chance to ride my bike or go on a run. Love being outside. Chicago has the best summers you could ask for well that's fan that's fantastic to hear uh i uh now where now you work for wheat ridge and i wanted you to fill us in a little bit about wheat ridge but where in chicago are you what what part of the chicagoland are you in yeah if you are looking at the city map we're just west and then uh wheat ridge itself is north by the airport by o'hare airport okay and i'm sure people know o'hare mainly because they had a flight delayed there a few hours Sure. But yeah, it just, happens. <laughs> just north of the city there. It happens too often. <laughs> There's a saying that goes, if you have an hour to spare, go to O'Hare. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, ironically, and this won't be on the air, you know, immediately, but the I have a sister that's coming to visit me today from um, down, she lives down in the loop in inner city Chicago. And uh, oh, one right. of the things that blows my mind about Chicago, is, and I, I never knew this, you go down into the Loop area, and there are college students everywhere. And I keep everywhere. telling people that there's really two frontiers in campus ministry going forward. Um, uh, we kind of have the college town kind of thing down, but we don't. What mm-hmm. we don't understand is community colleges, where over fifty percent of our students are now going at some point, and the whole urban core. Um, there are 125,000 college students downtown Chicago. Um, wow. It might be non-traditional wow. stuff, but you get like Roosevelt University. Mm-hmm. It's like a 30-story building, you know, and the campus, yeah. instead of being out on this beautiful pastoral setting somewhere with rolling hills and, and whatnot, you have you have a, a campus that goes straight up. You know, the dorms are on the 13th to the 18th floor. Uh, you know, it's it's really kind of an interesting thing. But so you're out more west. Side, of course, you're not on the east side of Chicago. Is there an east side of Chicago? <laughs> you can't be east there of downtown. Is, not, not many people live there. It's just a lake. So <laughs> not a lot of people out there. So tell us a little bit about about Wheat Ridge. 
Um, you and I had the occasion to talk a couple of days, and you had actually uh, stepped out and came to came to me with some ideas for uh, looking for uh, ways to help some of our uh, folks in campus ministry and college students and young adults. And I was in, interested enough. I said, "Hey, why don't we talk about this on the radio program?" So thank you for being with us. But a lot of our listeners maybe aren't familiar with Wheat Ridge, and, and I confess over the years that I, I maybe need to know a little bit more, too. So tell us just a little bit about Wheat Ridge. Absolutely. Wheat Ridge is a grant-making organization, so we give money away. And that's where uh, I, that's the section of Wheat Ridge that I work in. It's really fun. I get to read proposals and look at who are these different ideas of people and leaders that are trying to start new ministries. Wheat Ridge's mission is Lutherans seeding ministries of health and hope in the name of healing Christ. So our mission is relatively broad. We are focused on people who are starting a brand new program or a brand new nonprofit, and they want to do that within the realm of health and human care. And so that could be an after-school program for kids. That could be a prison ministry uh, for people who are re-entering society, or that could be um, a pantry for your local community. And so this health and human care fits a lot of different ideas. We have 10 different issue areas, and you can see all of these on the website if you want to go there. And they're pretty broad. It can be anything from immigrants and refugees, families, economically disadvantaged, people who don't have access to health care. These are very wide-ranging topics. And we generally get um, proposals from people who are volunteers or if they work for an actual organization. Many times, people just have a program out of their church. Paris Nursing was one that started long, long time ago, where it wasn't um, a, a national organization. It was just one church wanting one nurse. And now you could probably talk to almost any church and have definitely either heard of or had a parish nurse in their congregation. Sure. Same, thing is true. Same thing is true with the Comfort Dog ministry, that when we stepped into funding this proposal, they only had, um, I want to say, I'm trying to get this number wrong, but 10 or so comfort dogs. And with our uh, grant money, they were able to expand significantly. And they've shown up in really, really big places like Sandy Hook Elementary after the shooting there. And then just recently in Orlando after the shooting of the nightclub. Oh, absolutely. People love love these comfort dogs. I'm telling you, this is... uh... Oh, my gosh. And, I, you know, I want to see one with a giant LCMSU logo on it. Um, Yeah. But... uh, you know, I used to I used to joke about. I mean, I seriously, I love these comfort dogs. They're fantastic, and people just naturally gravitate to them. Um, when I was a campus pastor at the University of Wyoming, um, the college students there. I know I'm getting us off track, but that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had joked around with the college students that you know what we need a comfort animal for those of us in campus ministry, like a like a comfort mm. llama. Or an alpaca. <laughs> um, can you get a grant a for that flaw. kind of a thing? Oh my gosh! But yeah. I, the, what, what was because funny though is that these the students uh, they went out. Somebody bought a uh, they researched and found a stuffed a, a stuffed a, uh, a llama and uh, gave it to me as some gift as as our our St Andrews Lutheran Church and Campus Center comfort llama. So we did have one. It just wasn't real. But anyways, I digress. You still have it. Well, I don't have it. It's it's with the campus ministry because it's for college students. <laughs> but uh, so I need a, a campus campus worker comfort 
But no, these, so you guys really had an impetus in helping to get that, a lot of that going, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and if, great. if you look back a few years, then you, you can find a lot of ministries that today are well-known or there are many places in the country. But it's really exciting to look at today who are the people that we're going to be funding and who are the leaders that we're going to be empowering that 10 years from now is going to be a very common name, that when something goes wrong, comfort dogs you know are going to be there. What's going to, who are going to be the people that whenever disaster strikes, they show up? Mm-hmm. And, and it's because Wheat Ridge started them. Or who are the people that are uh, empowering young people to go to church again? Especially in a time where it feels like church is, quote, uncool, or it, it, it's not relevant anymore. Who are the people that are going to do church in a new way? That is just a super common name, uh, but you never heard of them 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's what's really exciting, is we love to fund innovative projects, innovative proposals. So you're, and and Wheat Ridge will, is kind of an incubator of, of ideas in a yeah. way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's what we're focused on, and it's, it's also really exciting to invest in projects, knowing that a lot of them are going to uh, not be around in a few years, but being given permission to take risk. I mean, not how often are you given permission to be risky? Hmm. Well, we at LCMS, you know all about risk. A lot of, a lot of our, you know, we didn't exist two and a half years ago. And so it was kind of an initiative to kind of kickstart campus ministry in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod again. And and ultimately, all of our campus ministries are, are local. And so some of them are risk takers from the beginning because they're trying to start things out. Mm-hmm. But there's so many opportunities to reach out um, to people on campus. When you mentioned uh, refugees, I mean, our college campuses, we have, we have international students everywhere in and around our college campuses. Um, there are all sorts of opportunities there. You have life ministry opportunities. Um, mm-hmm. But real quick, um, before we get too far into kind of some things that you think, um, you know, how, how maybe Wheat Ridge can maybe help you of support and help uh, encouraging some things in terms of our uh, young adults and college students. So you've been at Wheat Ridge for, now you're, you're an alum from one of our LCMS Concordias, right? That's right. Concordia, Chicago. Go Cougars. Go gold, baby. Go Cougars. They just started school. Um, so you're a Chicago boy. You grew up in the Chicagoland area or? No, I didn't. I grew, I grew up in Texas, which is like, what? How, why did you go to Concordia, Texas? And why are you in Chicago? Well, first off, I just got to say, Texas is the best. Mass of Texas. And I did not realize how weird and arrogant Texans can be until I left. And then I, <laughs> it's totally I true. I came back home for like Christmas or Thanksgiving, whatever it was, and when my parents said, you're allowed to return, I realized, man, this place is weird. They got the Texas star on everything. The weirdest thing I saw was tortilla chips shaped like Texas. No, I know. Everything's but, shaped like Texas down there. And when, you, and when you go anywhere, you're going. You're not going north to Chicago. You're going. Aren't you going down to Chicago? Because you're leaving <laughs> Texas. So you know because you get it. You yeah. Well, I, I t- hey I hey I live next to Texas in New Mexico. But <laughs> the bottom line is, I I appreciate um, the self sufficiency, the rugged independence, and the uh, and frankly the bravado of Texas. Yeah, it gets mm-hmm. a little overbearing sometimes, but as I always tell people, the bottom line, like if they ever actually decided to secede, <clears throat> you know, 
and I know that there are those out there. This isn't a political show, but I know that there are those out there. That, um, I used to joke when I was in Wyoming. Everybody in Wyoming would just wanted one county in West Texas where there's just nothing but miles of mesquite, and they would be just fine. But now Texas is a yeah. unique place. So why did you choose to go up to Chicago? Well, when I was looking for a university, I had no idea where I should go or even if I should go to college. And for a while, my plan was to just work at this sporting goods store, become a manager, and make minimum wage the rest of my life. And I was fine with that. And then my parents were like, you can do anything you want. You just can't do that. You need to go to college. And so when I picked Concordia, I just picked it because my sister, Christine, was going to school up there at the time. And I said, you know... I really, I really like you. I'm just going to hang out with my sister. <laughs> well, that's great. So that's that's how I ended up choosing Concordia. And, and you then, obviously had a good experience with the Go Cougars shout out here. <laughs> Wonderful experience. At the time, though, I wasn't smart enough to realize it because I went there for one year and then said, "This was very nice. I need to go somewhere bigger if I want to be successful." And I transferred. I transferred to a school down in Texas. Got to school there, realized oh, this was stupid. I left all my friends. <laughs> yeah, and the girl I'm dating, this is terrible. And so then I went back after one semester, and so I went to Concordia, transferred, and then realized I got to go back, hmm. and then finished up my time there. And then the girl I was dating at the time had a lot of patience for me, and she said, "All right, I'm I'm still going to be with you, but you gotta you gotta learn some things." And then eventually we got married. And she still she still provides a lot of grace. Well, and my my understanding now uh, now your wife is a she's a nursing student. Is that right? That's right. We actually both had a chance to work for Concordia. She was in a different department as me, but she worked there for six years and then decided that nursing school was going to be her future. And now she's almost done. Two years later, she's like at the end, and so she'll be focusing on uh, the ICU and trying to find a job in the network. And she's also just brilliant. So if you were to ever ask her a health question, she would have at least six uh, different that's, resources that's nice for to you. have a, uh, a nurse on call. And the last <laughs> thing I just wanted to ask you here, because you sent me all sorts of... Okay, so you love backpacking, hiking, camping, etc., except you put down that you've taken trips to Colorado, Colorado California, and Utah. You need, you need to come to New Mexico. Seriously. Northern New Is Mexico, I'm telling you. Northern New Mexico, Arizona, mm. Shiprock. Where would I go? Four Corners. Um, oh, it depends what you're interested in. But uh, we can we can talk another time about that. But, okay, back to Wheat Ridge. So now your official position, you are the assistant director of programs. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. So me and my coworker, Joanne, we work together to look at the different grant proposals decide who should be the ones that we end up investing in. And then we also have these other programs that we support our grantees with. So you don't just get money from Wheat Ridge. You get all sorts of things. Okay. And, and we give money away in two different ways. We have grants and we have a crowdfunding platform. I'm sure you have given to a crowdfunding campaign in the past, like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe. And we have something uh, that's designed for Christian organizations. It's called a We Raise. And you can... Uh, put together a crowdfunding campaign for, for almost anything, and the the team will help guide you in understanding how to be successful. So it's it's really really helpful in kind of figure out how to raise money. You can either ask for it yourself, or you can ask for it from us. 
but essentially we're going to equip people in any way we possibly can to accomplish their, their goals. So you have a lot of college age students, young adults, campus ministries. Many of the workers are, are fairly young. They've got a lot of dreams and ideas, plenty of opportunities to reach out uh, to those in, in the collegiate community. What kind of ideas, how, how can Wheat Ridge maybe help those? You maybe have some specific uh, uh, things that are going on right now or things that you're looking for. How, how can Wheat Ridge help our college students? We've got about, oh, I don't know, nine or ten minutes here. Uh, tell us how uh, our college-age people can get engaged with Wheat Ridge and dream big. Well, college-age people are perfect because they, they don't see obstacles the same way that older adults do because they just have this weird fearlessness about them that says, Hey, should we start a brand new ministry? Yeah, let's do it. But we don't have any money. I don't care. Funny and thing is I'm a 50 year old campus ministry worker. I still have, this, <laughs> I still have that same thing. But no, that's, that's totally true. They have great initiative and uh, they dream Absolutely. big. No way, no way around it. And that's why one of our grant programs, we have three grant programs, you can ask for up to 50000 or even as small as 5000 And one of our grant programs is geared towards young adults. So it's called the Emerging Leader Grant, and you can check this out online. And it's geared towards people who are between the ages of 20 and 35 years old. So if you are within that age range, you can apply uh, for this grant. And it's designed that we would be empowering people have great ideas, but don't have a wealth of resources. Hmm. And so you bring your idea, you bring your, you could be a volunteer, you could be working for the actual organization, and you can design something, tell us your plan, tell us how you're going to do it, and how you're going to continue doing it, even after our money runs out. And we love to invest in that type of person. Just to give you a quick example of someone who's done this already, one who just asked us uh for grand dollars to their proposal was in uh, Syracuse, New York, at Syracuse University. And this program is called Success Saturdays. It is amazing because it is driven by college students, but the organization and, like, the emails and the background information, all that is done by the campus minister up there. So she's the one who is leading the charge behind organization, but then the people who are actually doing the day-to-day work are the college students. Mm-hmm. And it's a really powerful combination of people who are native English speakers connected, connecting with Burmese Korean refugees in the community, mm-hmm. and they are teaching them English. And none of these kids have um, degrees in English. They're just, they just happen to be English speakers. And so they help with their homework. They do this every Saturday, which is awesome, that a college student would give up their Saturday morning and they they connect and they do this peer-to-peer learning. It's really powerful, and it's going to totally change the life of someone who's living in America and can't speak English. Well, you know, we have a lot of our uh, uh, international outreaches at some of our campus ministries have their English as Second Language uh, programs uh, where where they do much the same thing already. Um, So it seems like there's an awful lot of things that people can do in that regard, but Success Saturdays in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. And they and they applied for an emerging leader grant of ten thousand dollars over two years, and we saw the proposal and we said yes immediately. It was like the easiest thing to say yes to. And this is also what's kind of nuts. So you guys are looking. You like to say yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I know you have to have your ducks right. in a row, but you do like to say <laughs> that's got to. And especially for emerging leader grants, okay. we love to say yes because we we do not have a flood of proposals. The acceptance rate is something really high; it's like thirty percent. So if you have idea and you clearly explain it, we're most likely going to fund it. Well, you know what? Hopefully uh, you're being on the program here and us talking about this and uh, kind of getting getting you connected a little bit with LCMSU. Um, hopefully we can change a little bit of that because I, I tell you, I have great confidence in, in the young people of the church. They, they're, they're, they're ideas. They're, um, they're driven. They want to serve. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. anything we can do to find ways for them to, uh, to... Now, I do have one question, though. So say you're a college sophomore or junior or a grad student, you're like, hey, I just have a couple years left. How can I start something? Can an emerging leader that you're looking for partnering with in this way that can apply for a grant, what, what happens if they're like, hey, I'm only going to be here for the next 18 months? That's a great question. So we want to the organization program get started and then continue. So if you're only going to be there for 18 months, if you can in some fashion show how your leadership is going to bring on new leadership and create sustainability, then absolutely we want to see that proposal. But if you don't have some sort of plan that shows how it's going to continue after you, it's just not going to, it's not going to fit okay. with Ridge because we, we want to see new ministries grow, not just new ministries. But ultimately, what's the, you know, I, so the goal here is to try to, to kickstart something that's going to then then kind of you get other people involved and it, it care you build it up so that it carries on after you but you're starting as a, as a young person with your um with your with your idea or maybe a few of you and you're trying to uh shepherd this forward so that it can continue everybody wants something to i always tell people you always have to be training your replacements uh in whatever you do yeah. especially in non-for-profits um i've seen mm-hmm. too many situations where you never think about well what's going to happen once i'm gone and you always have to be thinking about that, and this this would certainly be no different. But, um, anyways, any other um, now Wheat Ridge Wheat Ridge it is a a it, it's a Lutheran organization. It's pan Lutheran, right? There's ELCA, Missouri Synod, some other folks. Mm-hmm. So any, anyone who's Lutheran connected, like the ELCA, Wells, CMS, is allowed to okay. uh, put their proposal forward. And even on WeRaise, you don't even have to be a Lutheran. You can just be a Christian. It's a Christian crowdfunding platform. Gotcha. Which, what's really powerful about WeRaise, every, every single person under 30 years old has a social network presence. And a lot of what this crowdfunding is, the ability to utilize and leverage your social media networks. Uh, that's the platform in which you share this. And this one that is just so impressive to me is this down in Leander, Texas, Texas, called Acts of Love. And they were a, um, an after, not after school, I'm blanking on the actual name of this. A child care, thank you. Okay. They're a child care for juniors and seniors who are in high school who have kids. And oh, there's wow. these five determinants, yes. There's five things that determine whether you will be successful in life. And the first two have to do with not getting pregnant during high school. And if you can avoid those two, you are on your way to success. And so this organization is stepping into that space to recognize that people have not made the best choice to move forward in life 
but we're going to help you anyways. And they raised $12,000 on WeRaise just by asking their friends using this platform. And their goal was 10000 and they got to twelve. Hmm. Wow, I like what a, on that what an awesome of, idea. I mean, obviously, yeah. you don't want to you don't want to screw things up when you're in high school in that regard, and that's a it's a, a a big. It's more common than we'd like to think, but then when you make the right choice and and have the child, and you're trying to figure out, you know, what what a place to stand on the gap. What a wonderful thing to do. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we're looking for: is how can people recognize the need in their community, the need right outside their doorstep, and then fill the gap. I think that's such a good way to put that. So if we have, we have just about a minute here left or so, but if I'm a, if a college student is out there or a young adult or maybe a campus ministry worker who's younger, if, if they're interest in, interested in connecting with you or those you work with about some ideas that they have or they're like, well, I'm not sure which kind of grant or whatever, how do they get a hold of you? That is perfect. You can either give me a phone call or you can send me an email, and that's eric, E-R-I-C, at wheatridge.org. And my phone number is 630-766-9066. Give me a call. I would love to hear your idea. I'd love to watch you through this process. And it's just wheatridge.org, right? Wheatridge.org. Or you can find us on Twitter, tweetridge.org. No, that's not true. That is clever. Tweetridge. That's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, Eric, it is... To dream the impossible dream. Well, that's all we have time for here, folks. You know what? Dream big, everyone. Remember, you college students out there, have a great start to the school year. College is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help.